0: I'm going to shut off the tones also. Okay. Well, good evening, my fellow travelers. Journey on your journey with me. I so appreciate it. Here we are, another evening of A Course of Love in the Dialogues Unveil. We will uh, be concluded last week with this paper. Uh, we concluded with 21, but we're going, we agreed to read, we're going to read it actually 22, 23, and 24, and 25 again. I think we did read it last week, but we agreed to read it again. So just a few centering words, so we settle in. Take some nice deep breaths, let them out. Feel yourself centering from your mind and your heart to your heart center. Open yourself up, the inner self, the true self. To hear the words, feel the words, to know the words. But let those words not only ruminate, but feel them. Really experience them. Know them. Go. Yeah. Here we go. The presence of God within us is our peace. From the center of our being, divine love flows into our lives and circumstances, prospering prospering us, guiding, and harmonizing any concern. So feel that flow. Feel it at the center of your being, the divine love flowing into our lives, encircling us, embracing us, guiding us, harmonizing every discord, any concerns. Feel them. Give them up. They're not real. Just relax into that. Into the presence of God, which is us peace. So, okay, here we are. As I said, dialogues unveiled. And we have Judy, Shirley, Reverend Bill, and Gloria. Has anyone joined us in the interim? Would like to announce that they're here with us? Okay. Again, be mindful of you know, muting your phones and not speaking, not speaking over each other, allowing space for each and every one of us to share. And you know what I like to do when I'm finished is say I'm complete. So this way, it allows the next person to step up. So, I'm going to read 22, 23, and 24. Judy, you're going to read 25, and then we have Shirley 26. You have Bill 27, and Gloria 28. Okay. So here we go. And these are some of the questions our father posed to us last week. How willing are you to leave the dialogue as a topic in order to enter the dialogue? Let me read that again. How willing are you to leave the dialogues as a topic in order to enter the dialogue? How willing <clears throat> are you to leave behind the vision of the course to discover and offer your own wisdom? How willing are you to accept the wisdom of the one voice in the many and the many in the one? How willing are you to listen? How willing are you to receive? How willing are you to offer your gifts? How willing are you to accept the gifts of others? How willing are you to accept differences? How willing are you to allow yourself to fully, to be fully who you are in the present moment, in the company of those with
1: whom you gather? Judy? These are serious questions, and negative responses to them are not meant to be denied. The mountaintop dialogue may begin but may not be completed without discovering within yourself and another the ability to be clear pools or spacious selves without boundaries. This is a monumental task that cannot be approached through hard work or effort and as such will begin breaking your attachment to hard work and effort. You must practice this way of ease in order to discover the ease that will flow from the breaking of your attachment to hard work and effort. Your attachment to purpose and goals is the same attachment, an attachment to striving, a denial of your accomplishment. Shirley? Okay.
2: The time of learning has ended. The learning of the course returns you to your Christ self. But this return will not be realized while the old patterns remain. A radical rejection of the old patterns is now necessary. Confidence in the self of form will not arise from the old patterns but the new. Certainty will not arise from the ways of old, but from the new ways. Ways exemplified by true dialogue, by true and equal exchange of what is in the present moment.
0: Reverend Bill.
3: Your internal dialogue will change as you discover the place of safety and acceptance within yourself the place of joining or union with. No longer will you treat yourself to an internal dialogue you would not unleash on another living being. When you quit restricting yourself, you will be naturally kind and loving to yourself. You will feel free and expansive. When you quit denying how you feel, relief and gratitude will fill you. When you quit erecting boundaries, you will quit feeling separate. When you quit judging, you will be as at peace with your feelings of sadness and anger as you are with your feelings of joy and harmony.
4: No one (laughs) is... yeah, no one is asked to be boundaryless in a fearful environment, but fearfulness will diminish as your internal dialogue adjusts to the new experience. Yes, you are asked to discover a fearless environment, an environment in which you feel able to lay aside your fear of being yourself this may be easy for some difficult for others and may it may be able to take place within a group or may not now is not the time to deny feelings or discomfort raised by the question listed above to feel rejected or to feel or to fear rejecting others because you feel them The first step in the process of honesty, the honesty of accepting how you feel is often a great revelation to yourself than to others.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Let me just conclude. This is not a time to enter into hard work to overcome fears or discomfort, but to discover a place of safety where they do not exist, the discovery will be joyous. Hmm. Absorb these words. Let them ruminate through your mind and your heart. And then we'll open the floor for sharing. Can
3: you imagine partying, partying as an angel? That's what I'm hearing in all this.
0: What was that word you used? Can I imagine what?
3: Partying. P A R T Y I N G with as an angel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That does sum it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Sounds like everybody signed up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Wow.
0: The time of learning has ended. The radical rejection of the old pattern is now necessary. Not so easy, huh? Well, you know,
3: as I it read that, be... I, I'm that. sorry. Go
0: ahead. <coughs> no, I was going to say, oh, yeah. like you said, thinking of all those questions he asked in 21 and 23. How willing? How willing? And this is something, you know, I have to go within and ask myself. How willing am I to open myself up so completely? So completely, not only to my inner, my own inner feelings, but to others. And to allow myself to be fully in the present moment of those, to make yourself vulnerable. Here I am, bearing my soul. Am I worried about being judged, criticized, corrected? I remember many groups, you know, like when I would say something and I felt like somebody was coming back, like almost saying in words, like, no, that's not the right way. And I know how I cringed within. And that's why when I speak in groups, I like to say this is how I feel. And everyone uses that you, we. No, that's telling me I have to be part of the we. but I might, might not believe it. To me, that's when I come from my authentic self, when I say I. How willing am I? I'm not asking anybody else. How willing are they? That's why I'm not a facilitator. I'm sharing in dialogue with my brothers and sisters at this moment as one. That's my little. say
1: so I'm complete. I have to agree with you, Paula. That was great. Well
2: expressed. Thank you, Paula.
3: Hey, thank you, Paula, beautiful. Um, I just wanna say that uh, perhaps Gloria will recognize this, but in that paragraph 26, the time of learning has ended. In our morning daily reads, we are now in chapter 10 and 11 of the fourth treatise, and a treatise on the new. And there's such a focus on two things that came up in your discussion just now, Paula. The end of the time of learning and Mm -hmm. just now being a time of revelation, a time of awakening, of of recognizing and accepting. Uh, So I, I just really appreciate reading this paragraph, 26 here in that regard, and all that follows with it. And then the other point that that was there was earlier on in chapter 10, there was a, the speaking or the message of that a part of this journey is for us to become self-centered because exploring our self-centeredness and being able to observe ourselves in that manner takes us beyond or enables us to heal or clear up any sort of beliefs or patterns that, that we have held on to diligently such that we are opening up to releasing learning and instead being open to revelation. So uh, this, is, this is so sweet. To be linking into that into this discussion tonight. Um, here we are, right around the corner from beginning the dialogues to a course of love.
0: Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Bill.
2: Thank you so much, Reverend Bill. You
0: know, and Paula, it, it, it was, you, yeah. Let me just, you know, you use the. That phrase "self-centered" in the in in the world that is such a like negative connotation. Oh, they're so self-centered; they're all about themselves. Yes, that's the way. Thank you. The way you used it was the proper way to be self-centered. Right. Yeah. I thought thought about
2: that too, Paula. This is Shirley. Yeah. And I I thought about that self-centered, but when we think about the the true self then that's that's the self-centered we want mm-hmm. to be self-centered mm-hmm. w- within the true self of who we are so thanks so much to Bill. that was good
3: <laughs> thanks and paula there's another point here this mm-hmm. this what we're reading tonight is also opening up the distinction between uncertainty and certainty. Does that sound familiar from our our call yeah. with duty earlier today? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
3: Wow. Yeah. I just celebrate how this is all coming together as it is.
0: Oh yeah. Um, I like the how you. Yeah, in 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 that sentence, that twenty six certainty will not arise from the ways of the old, but from the new ways. Ways that exemplify by true dialogue and by true and equal exchange of what is in the present moment. That certainty
5: personified. Hey, this is yeah. Miguel. I joined. Hi discussion.
0: Miguel. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad to hear you
5: you know what you just said about the certainty what I read in 26 certainty will not arise. it seems that the last sentence of 26 tells me that this um, a true dialogue between Christ is fundamental to ex- to, ex- to experiencing um, experiencing a certainty uh, for example and uh, this dialogue has to happen between two two parties who are willing to be, as he says, clear pools with, with each other. So the need for true dialogue is, uh, unless we experience ourselves as Christ with each other, <laughs> what this quote is talking about is unattainable. As the course in Miracles had told us, nothing real happens outside of relationships. And I also am reminded that in the history of, uh, in a spiritual writing or metaphysical writing, there is, I know of only one very tiny example of two um, divine beings being with each other being Christ with each other. Even that is considered, you know, considered to be perhaps imagined by someone. But um, when we hear about awakened beings, we only hear about a single individual. But how they related, they were with each other, there is almost no example of that. Even we know so little about Mary and Jesus being with each other that way. I mean, at least from the Bible, we know so little. So, we, we are asked to do something that we have no example of at all in history. But that is, I realize how, how important it is, and how, in my case, the opportunities are so few to have true dialogue where both parties are aware that that is how we are being with each other I'm complete.
1: Thanks, Miguel. That was an excellent point you made. Yeah, thank you.
0: Miguel. Thank you. Thank you, Miguel.
3: thank you, Miguel. Thank you, Miguel. I can't help but wonder if, if we have two... <laughs> well, wait a minute. Uh, What just came through is, where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am. Where two or more are gathered, uh, my sense of it is, I raise the question, anyone else who's around, anyone else who comes to that awareness, or anyone else who just uh, even has a glimpse of what's unfolding there, would they be included in that as well? Maybe even without an intention or an understanding of it, but having an experience of just being in that Christ state, that Christ consciousness. I have no idea, but I pose that as a question for this discussion. Thank you. I'm complete.
1: Bill, this is Judy. Could you repeat the question again? I'm not sure I got the gist of it, and I really would like to.
3: Okay. Um, I appreciated Miguel speaking about two individuals, two, two having attained the Christ consciousness and being together in, uh, in conversation, in connection, in being, in dialogue um and what's there for me is just this sense that two being in that state together would create an energy a space a state that includes all others who are around as well
1: oh yes absolutely um,
3: and and there, there's where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am, where two or more are gathered in christ there I am
4: bill mm-hmm.
5: you know, i don 't see you know responding to your to a question. I feel they are very, two very different things, for example i 'm reading uh, day fifteen dialogue. Um, um uh, you know the the name day 15 is dialogue i mean entering the dialogue uh so 1511, for example uh, engaging in dialogue with those who join you on the mountaintop is necessary to this next step on and on then 1512. i'm just reading one line uh what does it mean to practice informing and being informed it means to join together with others who have the ability to maintain Christ Consciousness in your company. This creates a joining together of Spacious Selves. And in 1521, to be engaged in dialogue with certain others is different than entering the dialogue. But entering the dialogue is not different than engaging in specific dialogue. This is because Entering the dialogue is an all-encompassing state, and and it, and finally to that, um, you know, to the dialogue unveil veil that we are reading, there is a there is a um, place I don't know right now. So it seems to me, it seems to me, or it's clear to me, that this what he's talking about here is a is an activity indulged in specifically by two individuals, two or more individuals, who are conscious that that is what they are here to do, to engage in true dialogue. That's my understanding. Thank you.
1: After hearing you, Miguel, and hearing you, Bill, I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I do believe that what Bill was referring to was more of an energy essence rather than the two people just being in a state or a place of beingness in which we can exchange true dialogue. That happens. That happens when we are clear, when we have no fears, when we have no judgments. When I am feeling completely clear within myself, I do believe that that is possible. I also feel that because everything, everything is energy, that the energy essence of two people in dialogue, that energy can be picked up by aware individuals anywhere, anywhere in the universe. And I'm complete with that. That's just my opinion. That's my feeling. Actually, it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's a more, of a, more of an experience that I have had rather than an opinion. So um, I will just say that. I'm complete.
0: Thank
3: you, Thank you, Judy. Thank you, Judy.
1: I also want to add, too, that um, one of the things that struck me, other than what, what we have just been discussing, which has been very much in the forefront of, of my mind, the other thing is that um, the first step in the process is honesty. And for me, that's always been, I have to be really honest with myself about what I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing, what I'm thinking, what I'm doing. I have to be completely honest. I've also, um, over the years, have expressly dedicated myself to being honest with my intent. What is my intent? Every situation, every circumstance, what is my intent? And that kind of self honesty for me has always been extremely important in my life, um, accepting how I feel, whether it's good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, it doesn't matter. It's my need to understand that I am being completely honest within myself. And I do truly believe that for me that has been the first step, and it's one that I continually deal with every day. You know, there's like a thousand times a day that I could probably tell a little white lies. <laughs> And I want to, you know, and when, I, and when I'm thinking of doing that, I question myself. I ask myself, is this what I really feel? Is this what I'm really intending? What is my intent here? And, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm obsessed with self-examination. I think that I, I think I, um, I do it simply because the importance of knowing myself and knowing you, knowing any quote-unquote others, is really critical it's really important it's really key and I think that that is um, one of the basis of the dialogue I could be wrong about this but I think the the intent is to know myself and to know each other we, we we know ourselves and we know each other we accept ourselves and we accept each other and so when it said the first step in the process is honesty I just turn that around to myself and say, well, for me, that just means self-honesty. I need to be really honest with myself. And that's it. I'm complete. I didn't really get all of it out, but that's as far as I can figure right now. Whatever. I'm complete. Mm.
2: That was very helpful. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Thank
5: you. Thank you, Judy. And that reminds me, even if I say to talk, like Paula was saying earlier, this is my experience, this is how I feel. I talk only about me, I, using the word I. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, uh, for, me, for me, that doesn't mean I am, uh, I mean, the words, the, uh, I've noticed looking at myself that that doesn't mean that I am, um, my intent is just to share my experience. I can use the word I, and behind that, the intent is to prove something to someone or to say something to, to you mm-hmm. know, to, to try to teach and so on and so forth. So it's my intent that matters. And that's where the honesty you are talking about comes yeah. in for me. I absolutely mm-hmm. have to be honest. The honesty is not in my words, but in my intent. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank no, you. you're right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Great. What thought. would
6: be an example... What would be an example of being dishonest with myself?
3: But I
5: can try to understand this. Yeah, uh, I see. Uh, I'm,
1: well, that, for that you would have to go within yourself and find that answer for yourself. Well, I I'm not understanding.
6: An I don't know how I can be dis- <laughs> I don't know how I can be dishonest with myself. I'm just trying to yeah. understand.
0: Well, I let think me let thinking. me open Maybe I can someone is at once. Please. One time. Uh, Go let, ahead
5: let Bill. Me... I'd like to respond to you, Bill. Uh, uh because I okay.
3: Wait a minute. Wait, a minute. wait, I haven't hey, said Steve. anything yet. Oh no. <laughs>
5: Miguel well, I it was you had Steve.
3: question, you know, how can I be no. honest with my Miguel that's Steve who's speaking.
5: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Steve, okay. <laughs> I don't know if Steve was there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, may I answer Steve uh, your your question uh, uh is <laughs> I know this only from my own, own experience. Please mute.
3: So, Steve, uh, my response what comes up for me about being dishonest to yourself because I know I've had it, I've done my share of that over the years. My being dishonest, my being dishonest with myself is being in denial, okay? And that denial is also rooted in fear there I am trying to control something rather than just simply be. All right? Uh, those are, let's say, um, attributes of being dishonest to myself. Or okay, I or understand the, other denial. the other word that I would add to that is certainly in a state of uncertainty. Thanks, I'm complete. Mm-hmm.
6: I can understand denial, and I can understand being being in ignorance, but I, I just don't understand the word dishonest with myself. But I understand what you're saying, and I've done that. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you, I'm complete. Yeah. You know, Steve, Thanks, this you. is Paula and I'm going to try to answer how I would describe it. When I speak up, I know when I'm not, and I'll use the words that work for me to know if I'm being truly myself or being dishonest, coming from other than my authentic self. I just need, like some people talk to talk just to hear themselves. So if I stand and I comment or speak, I know, somewhere deep, it's not my authentic self. It's like, let, allow me like, just to get words in there or stand up with the rest of the people rather than stay in silence. It's, it's, for me, it's a gut, it's a feeling. I'm really not being authentic to myself. I'm being, use the word dishonest or not being authentic. And I know sometimes there's comments I make It's almost from a little egoic thought. And I know it. And I personally know it. So, you know, it's hard for each and every, for me, I imagine, to truly answer that to the exact, you know, how it feels at that moment in our humanist, in our human ways. But I think we all know somewhere deep, when we're not being authentic. In other words, not being honest with ourselves. I'm complete.
1: That's- Thanks, Paula, that was perfect. Yeah, that's
3: so true, Paula, thank you. Paula, I apologize. I did not know I was speaking over you at at, at the start of that response to Steve's question
0: sorry about that it happens it's okay that's why i think we have to kind of step back sometimes. if you hear vo- it's very hard to tell you know, on the telephone on you know on teleconference can't raise a hand <laughs> <laughs> i'm here steve i hope that sorry. helps really steve i hope it helps to whatever you know and you will hear what you need, you know, how Reverend Bill or Miguel or myself, you're, you will hear inwardly what you need to hear. Sometimes the answers don't come so clear and sharp. Sometimes it has to come from somewhere else, someplace maybe within. I know when I'm, you know, so anyway. You still with us, Steve?
6: Yes, and I just don't get anything from uh, dishonest with myself. I do get not being my, not in touch with my the loving part of me. I understand mm-hmm. sometimes I'm in fear. But for me, dishonest with myself, it just doesn't compute and it doesn't have to. I can bypass it and I don't need to know. It just,
3: yeah. you know, those
6: words just don't do anything for me. I was trying to understand it and it's okay that I don't. It, it it's not important. I understand mm-hmm. when I'm not being when I'm not being uh in a state of loving acceptance. That I understand.
5: I'm complete. Yeah.
0: You know, I've said this many, many times, and I say it a lot, you know, and he says it to us, Jesus, in the course of words upon words upon words. They're words. We need words, symbols. And, you know, we all hear how we need, you know, like you said, Steve, that word dishonest. Or like when I hear something, like, why is that word? You know, that's for me to go to an, an, an inside, you know, inquiry. If it's only a word it's a symbol it's yeah a See, I
6: think I'm always honest with myself
0: hmm yeah and that's but I'm not
6: always in love and that that makes sense maybe mm-hmm. tomorrow I'll understand it I don't but it's not important and I'm complete
0: right
3: I would give an example, <clears throat> I would give an, an example of being dishonest with myself, and that would be my codependency. Anytime that I have been operating from codependency, I'm, I'm in effect saying that I'm gonna be better off if I make somebody else happy, or, or whatever may be happening along those lines that uh, I'm putting that belief or that that direction as a priority rather than um, being true to myself at those points. So I have that as one example. Uh, codependency was key to me in this whole journey of awakening or, or moving towards my awakening experience and on into Course of in Miracles and Course of Love. So, thank you. I'm complete.
6: Yeah, uh, I've also... Thank you,
0: Bill.
6: I've also done people-pleasing and uh, wasn't true to myself. I just wouldn't... Yes, yeah, so I can relate to that. Thank you, Bill.
0: I yeah. think we
1: all can to some thank, extent. Yes. yes, thank you, Liv and Bill. Yes, indeed. I, too, have a... Um, background of of codependency and i do understand Mm -hmm. i do understand my own sense of needing to be a people pleaser from time to time and when i do that then i look at my intent okay i look at my intent if my intent is not to cause a wave because i know that my my truth my honest response would be something that would be hurtful to somebody else then i certainly won't come from that place However, at the same time, I do need to be aware of the fact that I am, if I can say within myself, okay, Judy, you're you're not being honest with yourself here on one level simply because you're not speaking whatever the truth, quote-unquote, is. However, what you are doing is you're being mindful of another person's feeling. And as long as I'm honest inside myself and I understand exactly what it is that I'm doing, then I know, for me, I'm being honest with me. And I don't need to be You know, I don't need to have all my feelings spilling out all over the place for everybody to view and some take offense and some others don't take offense. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is that I need to be really clear within myself of what it is that I'm doing. If I'm feeling fear because I don't want someone someone not to like me or to accept me, then I need to acknowledge that deep within myself. And sometimes I don't always do that. And in that case, in that sense, then yeah, I'm being dishonest with myself because I'm trying to gloss it over with, or my or or at least underneath it all is my fear of not being liked or accepted or whatever. And so I will, you know, and if and if I'm not honest with myself about that, then that's on me. That's my bad. Um,
3: it's hey Judy.
1: Yeah.
3: That was beautiful we're on the same page in that regard and let me let me offer something that 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 in response to that that i have found has made all the difference and that brings me here we'll this later. is recognizing recognizing number 1 that i have this judgment that i am not being true to myself and then i go and then i number 2 i have this action or this statement or whatever to say to another to, to bring around the, the people-pleasing, if you will.
5: Okay. The good
3: news is, to all of this, these days is I don't find that happening because I find myself willing to be quiet and to be open to what is to re- be received and shared as a truth. It's, in effect, getting rid of all the illusions, that I've had previously, and finding something coming through me, some guidance, some insight, some intuition that just brings heart to the entire discussion.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I completely agree with that.
2: Thank thank you, you, Kevin,
1: Bill i was having a serious yeah. flashback 30 years ago Am i was I? really Am deeply I? involved in codependency can i just please finish this and i just yeah. had a, a miserable flashback so and bill i do yeah. understand exactly what you just said i know that i have worked through the most of it however when i brought that up about the codependency it's like i just flashed back to 30 years ago and how i was then and what you just said led me to understand completely within myself, yes, I have come a very long way from being that person that I was then and to now, and I feel the exact same way. I just open my heart and I just let the love or the neutrality or whatever it is just take over. And I don't have those same reactions. And it is a beautiful feeling. I'm sorry, Paula, please go ahead. I am complete now.
0: No, I'm Glad you were able to complete that, but I would like to kind of step back and see if there's anybody else that have been quiet that would like to speak and share at this moment.
4: Uh, well, this is Gloria. <clears throat> I find myself um, um, as an example of not to have my opinion on different things because <clears throat> I belong to a group of artists um, we are like six or seven and <clears throat> the majority of them they like to speak about politics which is for me as it's not a subject that I like to <clears throat> um, when President Trump, Trump was in, in the government they complain, they talk and they asked me what is your opinion on that? I said, um, you would not like my opinion. And and they <clears throat> it was a surprise for them. I said first of all i don't like to judge him to me he's a child of god and one woman said oh don't go that way you you bring your spiritual thinking i said you want my opinion that's my opinion (laughs) so one of them doesn't talk to me anymore because she think i like him um against her and i tried to explain i said everyone including me i make mistakes in my life and probably i don't like somebody judging me it's not the same mistakes that he does but who i am to judge him when my judgment is not going to change him i prefer to bless this guy things that i don't like from him yes but who i am to to say you should be that way not the way you are so to me it's only that i have to bless the guy or whoever is the president and i learned this lesson a long time ago because in mexico you ask anyone how is the president this right now they will tell you the worst things that they found and i learned from a good teacher that the day you all of you they said this is a human person with mistakes but let's see something better in that person Just imagine this this man, this woman is an honest person. Just think about, don't bring the stuff that you, all of you to say, and you will see the changes that you cause to this country. And I've been thinking always about that. So to me, this is to be honest. Well, what I say, what I feel, they didn't like it. Some others, they don't ask me anymore. And we get along for the rest of us perfectly. We don't have any more friction on that kind of stuff. I'm
0: complete. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you, Thank you Gloria.
2: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Does anyone that has joined us listening and would like to announce that they're with us?
2: This is Shirley, and I just kind of wanted to share i I agree with Gloria, and I tend to be pretty much the same way uh I like to listen and and you know i well, I like to listen first, and, and and gathering my thoughts before I respond, and that's kind of the way I've always handled dialogues. I, I listen, and then I respond, if I choose to respond. If the dialogue is so negative, um, you know, just talking about people and all of these negative things, then I may not respond at all. But, you know, like Gloria, you know, if I do respond and, and go with a very positive statement about a person when everybody else is, is saying all these negative things, then I, I feel as though I'm the outcast in the group. And um, so I don't say, I don't share really in terms of how I really feel. Uh, I just may not say anything and just let it go. But that's not, that's not, um, and I guess in a way it's being true to me because I don't want the chaos. I don't want, you know, uh, as Gloria was saying, you know, they may not speak to her anymore. But I do, I like to listen, and as, uh, what was it, in paragraph, one of them said, are you, Uh, How willing are you to listen? And I am very willing to listen. And I I enjoy hearing other viewpoints. Um, And then I will share. I will join in with the dialogue if it's something that is going along with what I really feel. Um, And as it says also in that paragraph, how willing are you to receive? And how willing are you to offer your gifts? Well, I'm very willing to offer my gifts. And my gifts, I feel more comfortable sharing my spiritual gifts than sharing the gifts of disillusion. um, And then it says, how willing are you to accept the gifts of others? And um, I think I'm willing to hear what others have to say. You know, I'm willing to be open in that regard. Um, but I still like to, if I do share in the dialogue, I feel that I need to share the spirit, the truth. And that's the truth of who I am and who they are as well. Joining in, in the oneness of us all. And that's what I like to share. And I feel that in doing that, I, I am open to the dialogue between all of us. I'm complete. Thank you.
0: Thanks,
1: Shirley. That was beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank, you. Thank you for your honesty, Shirley. You know, and that's what this is Paul, you know, Gloria. You know, I find myself in those conversations, not only, you know, with this judgment or blame going through, and and it's very difficult. Of course, it's like, you know, you want to maintain a relationship with this individual. It's, you know, a lot of my, you know, you have conversations where you're in one end and the other's on the other end. So it's, can I stand in my honesty? Can I give and receive and not reject myself and reject my inner feelings? It becomes a difficult task, I'll call it. To maintain that balance. And Gloria took, you know, and I've had people look at me. I've had people say things to me too. How can you say that? How could you believe that? But I have to be honest with myself. And that's the key, I think, what he's saying. Can you be honest? with the feelings. I like how you said that. The first step is accept. The honesty of accepting how you feel is often a greater revolution, evolution, ev- rev- revelation, <laughs> revelation to yourself than to others. Because you know, I think I know what I feel when I'm being honest with myself and not like the word was bandied about people-pleasing. And sometimes you lose friends. We have people look at you funny, but it's okay. Yeah, so. But it's, we've all displayed and said how we feel with that word. Somebody's making weird sounds. Is there anybody here? Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, close open, ladies and gentlemen. I Thanks,
1: Paula. You... Have... Yeah, Judy. Yeah, I was just going to say, you brought up a really interesting interesting point there. Uh, for me, when I was hearing you, I was thinking back over uh, conversations and, and opinions and uh, people sharing and so on and so forth. And one of the things that came up for me and has come up for me, and still does come up for me from time to time, is the is the question of um, am I judging this person for their opinion? And if I want to be honest with myself, I'd have to say, yes, I am judging someone. But that's not something that I really want to freely admit to myself because it doesn't feel comfortable. And I think that in these dialogues, I think that what he's speaking to here is how, how comfortable are you with your feelings of sadness or anger or, you know, things like that, or your feelings of even of judgment, you know? Um, I'm not comfortable with when I feel that I am judging someone for having an opinion, and yet I know I do. And so for me, the honesty, the self-honesty comes in is when I can admit that to myself, So that's what you, when you were just sharing that, that's just what came up for me. So I I just wanted to share that with you, and I'm complete. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. Wow, Judy, Thank you
2: for your honesty. Thank
3: you. I'd like to throw something into this. Um, In the course of this discussion that we are having now, that... When I recognize, I recognize now that when I hear somebody else expressing their opinion or, or whatever it is, I already have a projection onto them about what they're going to be saying or what, what, what their belief is. That's my projection. And Gloria's example that that she spoke of about the, the presidents in Mexico and how her group is, is, is seeing that person. And then that guide that she had at that point in time, that teacher that she had at that point in time, instructed her as well as the group that she was with to see that person as they would want to see them and to watch the change that they then subsequently see isn't this essentially at the the root of our courses teachings about us discovering our projections and forgiving those and doesn't this also show how pervasive these matters are for us Mm mm-hmm on a, even today or on a day-to-day basis in their situation. Perhaps uh, what, what's coming up for me is the need to, when I'm hearing what's going on in the p- world of politics, I need to make a decision of what I think is right or what is wrong rather than just stop and say, oh, look what I'm doing with what I'm hearing. Look what I'm doing in terms of projecting Onto this and saying is this what I really want to do or is there an alternative is there means to be able to just step back and observe and be open to what I receive in my heart to a given matter so I really appreciate where we've been going with this discussion because it's just opening more lights more insights about what I've been asleep to thank you I'm complete
1: yeah, that's great, Reverend. though. thank you. Yes, thank, thank you so that. much. Thank you, Reverend. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: This is Judy. I was just going to suggest to myself that, um, well, this is probably Padlam. However, what I'm thinking is that whenever I, I do tend to go into my my uh judgmental mode, I realize that what I'm doing is that I'm still judging myself. And that um and a billion nailed it this you know, it's my projection every single time. Whenever I am in the business of judging anybody anybody, that's my projection, period. End of sense you know, end of everything. And I know that the only way that I am able to quit doing that is to stop judging myself. And to stop judging myself means that I need to accept myself. And in order to accept myself, I have to be honest with myself. So I, I essentially go around, not in a, in a circle so much, but kind of like a spiral where I, get, where I can get myself back down to the basic issue for me. And that basic issue for me is, is just plain just loving myself, loving every aspect of myself all of the time. Not so easy to do, And yet, I know that that's what I need to do. And in order for me to stop my own projections, that's what I need to do. I need to love and accept myself. Love myself, accept myself, be honest with myself, and respect myself. Because if I don't have those within myself, I'm sure not going to give them to anybody else. I can't give what I don't have. So I know that. So thanks for that, Bill. Again, for me, it's kind of like opening up, you know, the lights are starting to flash again. So it's good. Thanks. Thank thank
0: you, Judy. And, you know, he says
1: that to us
0: here in 27. When you quit restricting yourself, you'll be naturally kind and loving to yourself. You will feel free and expansive. When you quit denying how you feel, relief and gratitude will fill you. When you quit erecting boundaries, you will quit feeling separate. When you quit judging, you will be at peace with your feelings of sadness and anger as you are with your feelings of joy and harmony. Accept it all.
1: That's it.
3: Thank you, Paula. Thanks, Paula. I want to see judy at the end of your descriptions and your being honest with yourself as you were just speaking of you said one one word at the end that to me wraps it all up being open to to me that mm-hmm. speaks to being open to what's in our heart what's in that, what's in the wisdom of our oneness and uh isn't that's what I'm after, thank you. yeah, I'm complete.
1: Thank you. yeah, thank you, me too. Thank you both. I just love that we can all sit around here and share our deepest feelings and our our deepest everything, and find nothing but acceptance and love. What a beautiful yes, gift! And acceptance ah, of yes, loving it is.
0: ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> it all starts by loving ourselves.
1: It does. Acceptance. I remember years, 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 years ago in AA. We were told that we that our that people around us will love us until we can love ourselves. And that's what we do here. We love each other. And that is helpful in loving ourselves as well. well that's just my feeling. Mm. Good feeling. That's a great thought.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Judy. Mm.
3: Thanks, Judy. To the reading that we have, that, that we've had, um, I'll acknowledge that I jumped ahead and I just read one sentence in paragraph 30 that that speaks, peeps to this entire dialogue, uh, kind of like reeling it back into our direction or our intention here. That first sentence says, Once an initial place of safety and in parentheses, where two or more willing to be clear pools are gathered together is found, practice begins and this too will be joyous.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Bill. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Bill. (laughs) That's what I was trying to express, that this is a place of safety for me. I feel it. I experience it. Well, we can continue that dialogue next week, because I am fading fast. Well, then, go, you got your pajamas on, hop into bed. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm yet. trying to tell you what to do. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, sometimes just sitting in silence speaks volume. It allows that time just to absorb what has been said. Silence speaks volumes. Yes. And like I said many, many times, there's no magic to say it has to end at 9.30. It ends at 9.15. And I'm not looking to rush through these paragraphs. I like to absorb them. I think tonight we dialogue so well on what was read. We open it up ourselves to really hear the words and feel them.
3: Thanks, Paula. Yeah. I agree. I was just reading that sentence because it felt like it wrapped around where it we did. began this entire
0: discussion. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll leave it there until next week. Mhm. Uh, Sorry. I wish you all a pleasant evening, and I and, and gratitude for all that show up every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We might be oh, small, but we might be small, but we're mighty. Mighty. <laughs>
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we are indeed. <laughs> good, good. Uh, thank oh, you, good thank night. you, everybody. You good, you good night. night good night. Good night, Miguel. Good
0: night, Steve. Yeah. Good night, And whoever. Yes. Take, and care, take care and stay care. safe. I love Have you, a you great all.
2: Meet. Love you too. Okay. Bye bye. Thank, thank you, bye-bye. everyone.
0: You're welcome. Okay. Yes.
2: Okay.
4: Bye bye. God bless all of you.
3: Love to all. Goodbye now.